Hey guys, it's me, Joe, and I just wanted to do a quick little follow-up because I know a few of you out there have been following uh, my daughter Mia and our morning chats on the Morning Joe about uh, the student walkout. Um, so I have Mia in the car again today. Mia, hi. Hi. Thanks for uh, being here again. Yeah, of course. I guess you really don't have a choice because I'm driving you to school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you are becoming a hit in Anchorland. People are really uh, digging what you have to say, and uh, and I think they, they like the sound of your voice. So That's exciting. Yeah, you have a fan base, I think. Yay! <laughs> Um, it is exciting. It's fun. And so I thank you for uh, being willing to step out of your comfort zone. I know you don't uh, like this sort of thing, but uh, <laughs> thank you for playing along with me and um, giving me some quality content. That's what these people want. That's what they need. That's why they come here to the Joe Show. Quality of content. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're here, we're going to talk about Mia's experience yesterday, how things went, what the vibe was like, and uh, yeah, so we're going to jump into that in just a second. Alright Mia, so talk to me about your morning leading up to the walk at 10 o'clock. Was, uh, was there a vibe going on? Was there a buzz? Uh, or was it just... Um, every other day, any other day? Well, it did start out like any other day until we got into our third period class, which is the class that we we're gonna walk out. And uh, we only had 10 minutes of that class, which was my language arts class. 10 uh, minutes before? Before we walked out from that class. Okay. And um, my teacher was like, so, some of you students will be walking out of my class. I want you to answer some questions. And it was, uh, why are you participating in this? And what do you think this will start? And do you think there are any solutions? So your teacher, was this teacher supportive or was this teacher trying to push you guys towards this walk? Or was she just trying to support you guys in your walk, but wanting to make it a learning experience. This teacher, he could not give his opinion. Okay. So. Right, he wants he to stay just, neutral. Yes. So he just asked us generally, and then he gave us some facts about it. He explained to us what a mass shooting was. Okay. And he explained um, how many mass school shootings have been, uh, have been happening. Okay. In the past few years and how they've gotten worse. Okay. So, a teachable moment. He stayed neutral. Now, I do know that the district put out a, uh, a letter saying that teachers could participate if they wanted to. They were not allowed to. Uh, unless all of their students walked out. Unless all of their Okay. Because they wanted to provide an opportunity for the students that didn't want to walk out a safe Exactly. Yeah. Place to to stay and, and to continue their learning experience. The students are. They also didn't want the students that stayed behind to feel as if they were being pushed to do something that they didn't feel comfortable doing. And that I think is huge. I think that that is a really big play here 
because I heard a lot yesterday on the news about people saying that they were being forced into this or pushed into this. And so when I talked to you, um, you had said that there was about a third of your school population. So your school is about 120. So um, about like 40 to 50 okay. students um, yeah. approximately. So what was the attitude like or the tone from those students who participated towards the students that didn't want to participate? Um, was there shaming or? There was no shaming. We didn't like say, oh, you should do, or we, some of us, like I, um, would explain to students why I was doing this and, um, like why I think this was a big deal for me. That, um, that's great. Did any of them ask, or, you know, did they tell you why they weren't? And did um, you guys engage in dialogue about that? Yeah, uh, one of the students I was talking to, they were telling me that they didn't want to participate because they didn't feel like the movement would change anything. They didn't feel like it would affect the problem or like cre help create a solution towards the problem. Okay. Um, were any of your friends, uh, did any of your friends oppose the walkout and, not, and choose not to walk out? Um, no, all of my friends, we all, I think that's why we're friends, because we all believe in the same things, we all agree. Um, well, some of my best friends and I disagree all the time. Well, yeah, but like, all <laughs> my group of friends, we all walked out together, and it was all like our own personal choice. We didn't have any influence on each other. We all believed this was a, a thing that we wanted to do ourselves. That's great. And uh, you said your principal was there? Yeah, our principal was there. He stood watching over us, and our counselor joined in in the middle of the line. Okay. And what did you, did you guys chant? I know that there were some schools that were chanting, and... Uh, we and did not chant. Like... We weren't, well, some of us, like, were on our phone taking a picture before the 17 minutes started, like, while we were walking out. Okay. Or even be, or after we were walking out, but no, uh, no students were on their phones. None of us were chanting. We were all silent, um, watching the school and giving our respect to the seventeen innocent lives that were lost. That's absolutely wonderful. Um, I I wish I could have seen it, um, but I'm glad you guys had your moment. And um, there was a, a school up north, up in Marysville here in Washington that had a, a shooting um, a couple years ago, uh, four years ago. So the freshmen who were involved in that are now seniors and turning 18 and, and becoming of legal age to vote. And they, it was a pretty big deal for them um, doing this walkout and uh, in, in memory of the, the victims who lost their lives up there and, uh, uh, and just the ability to, to be able to incite change. So they actually did a media blackout um, there. No media was invited or allowed. Um, they even wanted anybody, to, no spectators. It was a really personal, somber moment. And um, I think what you guys did at your school was great. Um, and I know you posted something on Facebook about your experience. And uh, I'm going to have you read that to the, uh, the podcast listeners here so they can get a taste of uh, 
how articulate you are and what you're trying to say and, and, and what this meant to you. Um, any final words while we wrap up here? Um, no, all, all in all, it was a really amazing experience. We, um, we felt pretty strong and independent and felt like our voices really could be heard in this big world. It was a really great experience. Excellent. I'm glad you had a good experience. Thank you. All right. Go, uh, go to school now. Get an education. <laughs> All righty. Stop talking to people on the radio. You'll never have a career that leads to anything in the radio. <laughs> it's a horrible career path. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to that. That was Mia. Uh, that was my little short little interview with with her and her experience and just me hearing about um, about her day at the walkout, what happened. Um, we didn't get a, a, lot, a lot of chance to talk about it yesterday, but like I said, she did write something about it, a little blurb on Facebook, and uh, I'm going to have her read it to you guys uh, here in a minute, but just kind of wanted to touch base with y'all on my thoughts uh, now that she's uh, out of the car and, and going on to class uh, on where I stand exactly with this and why I stand where I stand. I, I don't believe that... Uh, I, I believe in our Second Amendment rights. I believe that some change needs to happen. I'm not exactly sure what the answer is. Um, if it means giving up certain guns, um, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to make that sacrifice as a parent, as uh, as as a person in our society uh, who's looking towards the future. If if that's where they are wanting to go with this. I'm actually okay with that. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna die. That's not something I'm willing to die. Uh, come and take all of our guns away. Uh, one, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's feasible. I don't think that that is a task that can actually be um, undertaken. Um, two, I, I I don't want that to happen. I believe that we do need guns for protection. We should have guns for hunting. Uh, we can have guns for sport. That that is, um, but the way we get them and the way we regulate them and the way that that everything is checks and balances, we, we're going to need to redo all that. Again, I don't have the answers, but I, I know that to be true, and I and I believe that. So, um, as far as what the kids did. My daughter's approach was a little different, and, and her school's approach was a little different than what the media may have portrayed and what I think a lot of people may have thought was going to happen. Um, but what I did hear on, on mainstream media yesterday was, was a lot of this protesting. We're going to yell and scream and, um, and incite change uh, that way. And I think we all know, and we've all grown a little cynical um, to, to those tactics because that's not effective and it's not working. Um, I think that what my daughter did and what her peers at her school did at Choice Academy in, in Burien, Washington 
was absolutely spot on. They were respectful. They were quiet. It was, this wasn't an attention-seeking thing. This was something out of solidarity for those who lost their lives. This was a way to say, we want to stand for something different. We believe that there will be change, and we want to open up that conversation, and I think that's great. I do know that they're probably in the minority, but we, you know, let's not throw the, the bath water you know, the baby out with the bathwater here. This is a, a great experience. And these are the people who are going to shape our country. These are the people who aren't going to grow apathetic. You know, I really hope that, um, that the, the ball continues, the conversation continues. Um, my daughter's talking about there's a, another national protest or walk or something, March for Our Lives, I believe is what it's called, on the 24th of March. Um, it's happening nationwide. I know it's happening here in Seattle at 10 a.m. Up, up in Seattle, Capitol Hill, against Cal Anderson Park. Um, my daughter is talking about going to that as well. So just continuing the conversation and continuing um, moving this forward and saying, hey, yeah, th there does have to be some sort of change. We've got to do something. And whether it's with the guns, I think it's a twofold thing, and this is where I stand on this: is this is a twofold um, process here. It's it's gun regulation and and, and monitoring um, on, on a closer level um, as much as we can. If there's something we can do, we should do it. Um, just because it, it may not work a hundred percent, if it works and slows people down, it makes people think, then that's great. Um, the other thing is. Um, the conversations that we're able to have with people, we're able to understand other others and, and see other people's point of view, that is going to make all the difference in our society and in, in help engage people and help people understand that they are valued, that they are heard and that they are important and that their point of view does matter and we don't have to agree to be friends. We can agree or we can be friends and disagree you know so um let's let's change the culture right let, let, let's let's challenge each other to grow and let's let's challenge ourselves to grow and step out of our comfort zone and not just say well they think differently than me so uh they're my enemy and, and I think too much in, in today's political climate, if you're not on the left or you're not on the right, you know, if you're against me, if you're if you're opposite of me, then you're against me. And that's dangerous. And we've we've played this game for too long. And um, this us versus them stuff is is ridiculous. So we, we've got to figure out a way to come together as a people, as a society. Um, or else we're, we're doomed to keep going down the same path. And this is a path, clearly, that nobody wants. So let's make some change and um, let, let's, let's do better. Um, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of being selfish there because I, I need us to do better because I have a two-year-old son. I've got a five-year-old son. I have a seven-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old daughter. Um, I need the world that they live in and the children that they have. Um, I, need, I need the world to be a better place for them. 
And so let's, that starts with me now, you know, that, that was the chance when we were growing up. That's what they would talk about. That's what they would say, you know, uh, heal the world, make it a better place. You know, um, we are one, we are the world, we are the people, you know, and um, we had the, these, this great hope and this great ideology that, that we could be united as a people. And, and you know what, um, we can be united and our differences should be celebrated and we can all appreciate each other's differences and uh, people's opinions. But when we start to say that you have to be like me and think like me and act like me to be accepted by me um, or to be tolerated, you know, that, that that's not going to work. That, that's not... That's not inclusive, inclusive, <laughs> inclusiveness. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um, that that's kind of where I'm at with that. So I've droned on long enough. I'm sitting in traffic, and so I can feel my rambling starting. So I am going to wrap this up, and I am going to jump right into Mia's speech or Mia's Mia's little blurb about what what she did yesterday. I thought it was poignant. It's short. Don't worry. All right, guys. Thanks. Today I stood up for myself and participated in my school 17-minute walkout for a change. I participated not only to respect the 17 innocent lives taken in the Florida mass school shooting, but also for a movement to stand up against school gun violence. I believe my generation can be a force of change. We, we deserve to have our voices heard. A third of my schoolmates walked out silently into the school parking lot, joined with our counselor and our principal. We walked and stood in a line on top of the hill overlooking our school. We were silent. We weren't on our phones. We weren't using this to get out of class. In that moment, we were one. We were united. We bonded over the fact that we knew there is a problem and a change starts with us. I am proud of what I did. I am proud of what my peers did because I believe this was a continued step in the right direction towards a problem that desperately needs a solution. Hey, Joe, man. I was listening to your podcast this morning from Wednesday. And yeah, it's very important what your daughter's doing. And I think that's awesome how you support her in that view and forget all the bigots that never took a stand for anything. It's awesome, man. Um, you are an awesome father, and I hope we can find more fathers that are like you in this world to take a stand with their children and allow their children's voices to be heard more so than their parents. So, amen. Awesome segment. Keep doing your thing. I love to have my morning Joe. <laughs> cool beans, bro. Holla at you, man. Peace. Thank you, Mr. No Show, for your call in and your thoughts and your kind words. Uh, really, truly humbled and just grateful um, to be able to be the father of that girl there, Mia. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's something else, and, and she inspires me and encourages me and pushes me on the daily to be a better version of me than I was the day before. Um, so yeah, 
she's uh, she's going places. She's doing big things, and uh, I'm glad that I can be there to be her support, to be her help. And uh, as I always tell her, I'm her biggest cheerleader. So, but thanks for the kind words. Uh, I try to be the best dad that I can be, and. Uh, I want to inspire all the other dads to be the best dads that they can be. Dads are uh, are important and needed. So get out there, dads, and love your kids. Love your wives. Your wife. I mean, if you have multiple wives, that's fine, too. I, I, who am I to judge? Do your thing. Do your thing. If you can handle all that, go ahead. But know what I'm trying to say. Love your kids, love your wife, love your life. <laughs>